Hey, Stony. I know it's been a little How bit. How are you? <laughs> it has uh, been. It has been. Like, I think, like, what? Maybe a month and a half or two months? Almost two months. I think we did it back in, I think the exact date was October 17th. I'd have to take a look. Oh, okay. Yeah, month, month-ish. Um, but how, how have you been holding up in <laughs> these past uh, few weeks? I've been, I've been doing pretty good. How about you? Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know, since we last talked, it's been pretty much like more or less the same, just kind of still quarantine life and still like... Mm-hmm going to work, coming back, doing artwork, and then playing video games, (laughs) pretty much. Yep. Uh, I I was going to ask about this. I don't know if it's okay to bring it up on the podcast, so that's why I'm asking you now before you start. How did that um, court thing you had to do where you were walking your dog and... Oh, no, that's actually, that's totally fine to discuss on the podcast. Um, I mean, like, TLDR, uh, you were right, like, what you mentioned last time. It's just like, ah, yeah, it's nothing, just wave it. So, like, when I was in the court, like, it was was so weird. It was a court Zoom call. It had, like, 50 other people with different, like, cases of, like, speeding tickets or, you know, criminal charges or whatever. And I get a Zoom call text message from one of the, I guess, the staff members or a lawyer or whatever. He says, like, oh, uh, your name such and such. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we dismissed it. You're you're good. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I spent, like, like, three weeks just waiting and, like, stressing over it for nothing. Yeah. I'd assume they would have just, like, thrown it out the window since it was so, like, it was such a lenient law in the first place it's like loitering you know no one ever gets like 20 years in prison for loitering god i hope not i you know what i wouldn't just yeah i i would not put myself i would not put myself beyond like getting caught for doing something stupid like that right um jaywalking it's a fantasy crime it's just one of those things that like everybody does it and cops normally just don't care but there's always just the one yeah who's a little bit too big for his britney he's like hey i've had i've had this is my sixth red bull and i'm feeling pumped you're getting a ticket <laughs> yeah and i gotta meet my quota or whatever mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how it's been honestly wait i'm gonna take a swig of my my g fuel one second oh damn you got the sponsorship yet <sighs> no um oh. <laughs> it's honestly just my pre-workout because um i actually just take it for uh uh, just doing gym stuff because I still try to keep up with exercise every day. Oh, um, yeah. so exercise af- is very important. Yeah, so like, a- like right after this podcast, I was like, "Oh, it'd be a perfect time to just like, um, chill and chat, and then just warm up, and then do a couple of weight lifts, and then I'll get mm-hmm. back to art tonight, if not play video games, pretty much." Uh, so yeah, nothing like, <laughs> like that's what I'm so bummed about because. Like, I want to talk about, like, places I've been and things that I've done, but it's been pretty much the same. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't worry. I'm, I might have some stuff to bring up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would love to get into stuff. And I can always help out. Honestly, yeah. just catch up. Like, because I even, like, my social life has been really just kind of meh. I can only mm-hmm. be so vested in, like, the online space because i love you know like hanging out and doing fur meets and conventions and stuff that's what vr chat is for you know 
yeah you get, my... a, you get a headset and everything and yeah blog super one into of those, that like, suits where it like it vibrates to like the touch feedback and shit it, like that's gonna blow up for furries like not gonna lie oh, that's 100 percent. yeah both for like just like oh yeah i just like so it's more realistic and yeah, I'm horny. Give it to me now. Here's five grand. Yeah, I need <laughs> I need the to my fucking house. <laughs> I need the adult version where it's like a suction cup on my crotch. That's all it needs to yeah. be. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I've seen that vest. It's got like haptic feedback and it's got like gloves and stuff. And you can feel the like the little like pinches and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy, but uh, I don't think I, I'm personally there yet with VR. I'm okay with just, right. like, VR chat with my Oculus. Right. Just uh, to think, though, like, I don't remember what the first VR headset was, but I remember, like, the first commercial one that you could get was for the Sega Genesis, and I think it was called the Sega Activator or something like that. And just Activator. going from that to, like, Oculus, like, the DK, and then DK2, and now we're mm. on the rift s and the quest 2 and we had vive and now we have the index yeah it's like man and, that's an insane leap in, like <laughs> technology and even like um well like it's really cool because like the oculus and the oculus 2 the reason why they're so successful is because they got uh like mini pc like basically that like mobile pcs on the headset so it's te- right. it's tetherless but you lose a bit of fidelity um but like what HP wanted to do, and I was talking about this with Blarg on like one of the past Tree Bark episodes covering like some tech, some tech news, and uh, HP is gonna like make a little like a legit mini desktop PC backpack, and you're gonna be able to trot around with a PC on your back with a battery yeah. bank. It's pretty nuts. And I was wrong. The Sega Activator is something else. So the VR headset that came with the Genesis. Give a picture of it. This is the Sega VR, Ooh. and it came out like 1992, I think. That looks like it was straight out of Star Trek. It's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was from yeah, 1990s? Was yeah, so Japan had it in 1994. Uh, the UK got it in 96, and Australia got it in 1997. That, that, I don't see wow. a release date for the US. That legit looks like it's like a very modern version of like what what's to come. It's pretty much that already. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. I like that. Oh. It's pretty. I, hey, I really like that. I like that aesthetic it kind of has where it's it still looks retro, but it still looks kind of modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. what the yeah, what the Valve Index looks like. You got the over ear headphones. Uh, they totally called that. Yeah, overhead mm-hmm. band and the pretty slim too yeah it's not chunky um but uh would you like to hop into this podcast episode interview sure let me get a backup file for you real quick in case anything thank you no that saved my butt so much um i do i all things seem to be good i have a new setup on my side i like added an additional monitor um and a monitor arm for my drawing tablet and i reconfigured all of my wires, so everything seems chill on my side. Right. How? Because speaking of PCs, how was uh your your motherboard? You mentioned you had problems before. Oh my god! <laughs> Just talking about it gives me PTSD. So, so I've been so are you are you big into IT? 
Mm, uh, no, I could barely keep up, but I, I can listen. I don't mind listening. <laughs> so, I have an Intel board, which is already like a big middle finger to any person who games on PC. Because oh. Intel was in its prime back in like 2016, and now they're like flatlining in garbage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sync real quick, so that way... Uh, no prob. Perfect. Now we're synced. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you need syncing for the video, but I'll do it for you. Um. Oh, do you record video on your end? Or no, I just assume that uh, I would assume that you need syncing because there is like you do have like a like an image like overlay for the video, right? Uh, yeah. So like what I do for the show, it's really easy on my end. Like the only real effort that I put into it besides like a little bit of audio touching up, like if there's a lot of dead air or maybe like I'll up the base of the voice. Um, I just draw the the art and then I put the art on and. It's I just dragged the whole image across the whole audio file and it's it's Gucci. <laughs> it's fine. Epic. Alright, I'm gonna resync real quick. Uh, perfect. Okay. Ugh. Thank okay. you very much. So motherboard. Oh my god. So I have an LGA board. Uh, and the difference between LGA and PGA, like layman's term, is it's just the LGA is the pins that connect to the CPU are actually on the motherboard itself, and PGAs, the pins are on the CPU itself. Uh -huh. So, uh, like, out of, like, the thousands of small little pins on an LGA board, you only need, like, you could break off, like, four or five of them, because most of them are ground pins, mm. and it won't really screw up anything. So that was the issue I had. I ended up breaking, like, three ground pins and then two pins that did RAM directory. So I have two RAM directories. One is like A1 and A2, and then I have B1 and B2. And my entire B directory is just dead. So I used to have 16 gigs of RAM, but now I only have 8 gigs of RAM. Because, so I'm, wait, was it slotted yeah. wrong? What was the issue? No, it was, so I, I have no idea. I, Intel. <laughs> That's the best thing oh, I can oh, say. Oh, was it a software or is it like a hardware issue? It was a hardware issue. So I had to, oh. yeah, I sat for about several hours going through trying to figure out what pins uh, that broke off, what they did. And then I finally figured out my computer wasn't booting up. And I said, okay, that's a RAM issue. So I went and looked at the RAM. Oh, gosh. I took out the RAM and put one ram into one individual slot it powered up next slot it powered up next slot it didn't power up and then next slot it didn't power up so that told me that b directory was dead completely so i only have a1 and a2 eight mm. gigs of ram in total so oh so you lost some ram oh yeah but it still boots it still plays games decently as long as they were made before like i don't know 2016 <laughs> where it oh really no a lot of ram yeah, so but, you, you, know. you got to run kind of like more minimal like loads. Right. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah. oh, shucks. Uh, yeah, maybe if I have some components or something, I could totally like send it to you. No way. Would you actually fucking do that? Yeah. I mean, if I got something left over, I could like hit you up and say like, oh, do you need like, I don't know, like an old PC or something? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't. I, that's that like sucks. Yeah, the if you're thing anybody has ever done for me, legitimately. If no, because sometimes I do like um. I mean, you know, I do like upgrades every once in a while, and I'll be like, oh, I'll mm -hmm. just ask my friend, do you need this? And 
Yeah, like, if, I don't have a use for it, and sometimes, like, it's not worth selling sometimes, and I'd rather have somebody I know, like, get good use out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'll poke you. God, I feel like the shipping for that, though, from Hawaii to Michigan, I don't know how much um, it is, I mean, for, yeah, that'd probably be expensive, but... I don't know if you get good like value out of it. Forty bucks maximum, because I paid sixty dollars to have something shipped uh, from California to Michigan. So How much was that? More, maybe like seventy or eighty. Was it big? Oh yeah, it was my first suit head actually. Oh nice. <laughs> it, that is something. Okay, oh, before we get into that, let me just. Um, okay. Should we? Are you good? Are you? Are you cozy? Are you comfy? Hold on a second. Are you? Why are you? Star- have you recorded? Uh, you star- have you started yet? Yeah, but I'm ready to hit the intro, and I wanted to, since you mentioned the first you had, I do want to get into some of that. All right, hold on. I'm going to get you some ASMR. Uh, I have a cold brew with me here. Let me get a nice... There we go. Oh, yeah. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead with that intro. Okay. (laughs) Hello, guys, and welcome back to Tree Bark. And I got to admit, it's been a hot minute since my last interview, but... Actually, I have a special guest, Stony Hyena, and I'm on, I was on his podcast, and now we're flipping the script, and I'm interviewing him for the show. Uh, hey, Stony. How are you? I'm doing all right, and I, I just wanted to kind of just treat this interview slash podcast episode as just like a nice catch up, because it has been a little while since we did talk, and honestly, like, I'm not saying like we were just talking about uh, a bit about earlier was that like not a whole lot has happened in like the given like month and month and a half ish that it's been since we've done your episode but um yeah i figure we can get into a little bit more about uh your side and your perspective of things uh you know in the fandom and whatnot and i'm gonna press the hard questions to you later Alrighty, i'm ready okay cool and well actually i hmm you know what in, in in on this special occasion i didn't usually do this but i think in post i will be adding some comfy music to the atmosphere of this episode because i really did like uh your episode and i really listened i re-listened to it a couple of times and i like the kind of cozy feel you get when you add the background yeah. track you know what's funny about that i have the two other episodes i did with uh roshoni and cooper tom they mm-hmm. both got copyrighted claim, so I had to. F- I what? spent like two hours trying to look for like like bar, like jazz, like jazz lounge bar kind of music, mm-hmm. you know, for like a couple hours, and I eventually found one that was non-copyright, and that was the one I used for when I was w- when I interviewed you. And so far, it hasn't gotten claimed yet. So hopefully, okay, that's good. Hopefully, it's golden. No, I mean, I don't know. Like that's the thing. That I always kind of. I don't know. I'm more, I'm very wary when it comes to walking around those kind of things because I'm like just an independent creator and I don't rely on like YouTube ad revenue or anything. Like it's all from either like commission freelance work or Patreon. So do even if you don't like put ads on your videos, can they still copyright claim you? Yes. Uh, so oh. it used to be a little bit different back in like the early days of YouTube, not like 2005 to 2006, but maybe like 2010, 2013, mm-hmm. where um, if you didn't collect any ad revenue, you technically could put copyrighted music into it Ooh. because, you know, you're not collecting revenue from it. So yeah, that was my thought back then. If you know how you, you, I'm pretty sure you've been on YouTube and you've seen like lyric videos, right? Where they have the actual song. And yes. It's not claimed. And yep. That was because the song itself 
or not the song, but the video itself had just no monetization for it. So it was, it was, oh, is the, I don't know the exact term, but a, it, it would most likely be called like open source or like, yeah, not royalty free though, because if it was royalty free, then and he could have gotten monetization from it. Yeah. And that's the whole weird thing too, because like copyright claiming is so like, kind of like fucky wucky, you know, to put it like simpler, like it's you don't really know where the gray line is about a lot of the things that like are open source or like in public domain and mm -hmm. like when like that's the thing I when I feel like what's so great about podcasts is that you're able to stream like anything you want because you're not like beholden to any like one platform or company or something that's like gonna copyright strike you I mean unless you're directly right. profiting for it because I kind of treat, you know, the podcast talk show like just an open radio kind of thing. So it's not really like you're, uh, I guess, profiting off of just one like song that you're claiming is your own or anything, you know? Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, a, it's an odd thing to get into. I, I, I used to be kind of into that, like, you know, uh, the legal side of how like music works and how the music industry works because mm -hmm. as a musician you know i i want to put out albums for people you know to listen to and i remember just going through it just reading like it's like a 200 paragraph like long document oh of crap. just like shit stacked on top of shit and you're like <laughs> i just want to like make an album can i just like <laughs> share my music yeah <laughs> can i can i just make something cool and rift for a bit um yeah. well so yeah you I, I do remember that you did mention that you were into music making but i didn't ask or anything of like specifically what it was like what uh i mean okay this is gonna be me just kind of spitballing here if i had to guess uh, do you play something in the form of guitar yes you are very correct okay i, I get that I, vibe I from your sona too, but guitar <laughs> is like the the like number one thing that I didn't go to school for it, but I spent 12 years uh, playing it. What do you um, enjoy about the instrument or the music about that? Like, why why did you pick that? It's it's really it's it's so simple. Like I like I understand like people you know they go to pick up a new instrument and they're like, well, I want to play trumpet or I want to play clarinet or I mm. want to play piano, and they play it for five minutes and then they get irritated and then they throw it away and forget about it. With <laughs> with guitar, it really is as i just said open source like uh -huh. with the music it really is open source. you can do anything on a guitar you know and i kind of like that mentality with guitar you know it's there are so many genres of music that you can use for a guitar where like if you were to go to like i don't know like a trumpet and you know most people would think like oh you like classical or like ska music you know yeah but with a guitar, this you could even with piano and guitar, it's just it's a very like wide library of what you can do with it, you know. But isn't that that's so? That's why I picked it. That's so funny too, because like when I think of instruments, I'm kind of like plain Jane. Yeah, I do. I did a little bit of piano back in middle school, you know. I'll have you know, mm -hmm. and um, I could play you uh, "I'm Blue" double D double die, but when oh, it, I fucking love that song. <laughs> <laughs> but. But, like, when it comes to guitar or electric guitar, it's not something that I come across at, like, you know, like, band camp or something. Like, it doesn't seem that all that common. It's a very, like, independent kind of, like, I'm on my own kind of rogue music journey. And is it kind of like that for you? Yeah, so the reason why is because guitar is so independent 
mm-hmm. uh, primarily because there are so many different ways you can play guitar and not every one guitarist is going to sound the same they might have a different way they pick they might have a different way they play notes they might have a different way they tap bend you know that's why I really like guitar because it's not something that you should go to a class. You shouldn't pay like $12,000 to go to college to learn guitar. You should put blood, sweat and tears and learn it because it's an amazing instrument. That's that's where the best music comes out though, right? From the like you said like the blood, sweat and tears. Like that's like more yeah. like the the pure essence of like getting your your emotion and your your heart out kind of thing. Mhm. Yeah. Um, so, damn, you've been playing for 12 years? Well, it was, I, that's, I think, it was back in 09, I'd have to do the math again. Um, has that, like, getting into the fandom, like, to relate it to the fandom, has, like, that music been, like, shared amongst, like, any communities or, like, niche communities within the fandom for you? Uh, well, I have a SoundCloud, and I do have, uh, both a music video that I did for one of my songs and a lyric video that are up on my YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. So it is open to the community, but I've never actually like shared it with uh, the fandom, at, like not that I know of. I've shared it with friends. I've like I've been I've been to parties where I'd like perform the song live and stuff like that. But oh, sick! You know, I've never actually took the time to share it with the community. That's like it's so foreign to me. Like I'm a big like artist. I'm big on like art creation and being creative in general like what is music creation to you like when you're gonna make something like is it with lyrics or without or how do you start well it first starts out uh (laughs) it first starts out with about three bottles of whiskey and then and then i start and i pick up my guitar i'm "I'm gonna make this song today and i start writing it in like google docs and then I forget about it like a week later. And then I look back at my Google Docs. And I was like, I fucking wrote this. This is horrible. That, All right, let's make yeah. a song out of it. <laughs> minus the whiskey. Like, minus the whiskey. That does sound similar to like a couple late shifts at my day job sometimes after work, writing down some like poems that I thought I could like put together in a song or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, alcohol just removes that, like, block, like, oh, no one's gonna read this, no one's gonna yeah, do that... anything with this. It just removes that ideology, and you're just like, I'm... you just asses and elbows all in, you're just, let's do it. That's I'm... what I like, all yeah. In. Hit me, you know? <laughs> yeah, because when you start off with, like, oh, I don't know if this sounds good, or does this word work with that word? But no, it's like, oh, screw it, I'm just gonna put out whatever, and then you have something to work with, at least, yeah? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a, it's a very... I see now see I actually am kind of upset that I didn't uh that I picked up music and not drawing cuz I you know I I put all of my years uh with an art medium into music and I really mm-hmm. wanted to go into drawing cuz I I love drawing but I am so shit at it. What <laughs> yeah. well what was the I mean there must have been some sort of calling or something that you looked more into when it came to the music than I guess, right? Uh, yeah, everyone on my mom's side of the family all was like a big musician, whether it was piano, violin, guitar, oh. drums, bass, so, you know, and I kind of just got that like gene from yeah. my family. It was already music. It was already more in your upbringing then, I guess, like to be kind of more musically inclined. Yes, that did, would be 100% did, accurate. Yeah. Did you have like a punk rock band in like the basement or something kind of phase or doing that now or some some kind of aspiration for that? So the music that 
I listened to when I was an emo, edgy little 12 year old who probably watched, I don't know, like PewDiePie or some dumb shit on YouTube. I was probably listening to like Three Days Grace or some mm. or like Breaking Benjamin. And then I never, I never really actually outgrew that phase. I actually still listen to them. I think they're amazing. But I started getting into more of the older rock and roll. And then I had an uncle introduce me to a band called Pantera. And I remember hearing uh, the guitarist, his name is Dimebag Daryl. He actually was assassinated live on stage oh, in 2004. Shit. Yeah, so, somebody shot him? Tragic thing. Yeah, someone shot him. Wow. Because uh, he left the band in 2000 and formed a new band called Damage Plan. And the fans just would but, not have it? Yeah, well, it was just the one fan. They, yeah, his name, yeah, that fan's name was Nathan Gale. And he went up in 2004 to a, I think it was a nightclub in dad yeah it was a, it was a really sad event but yeah i remember just hearing that guitar and how much emotion was put into the guitar mm -hmm. and like i was just like that's who i want to be not dead but no i want to <laughs> play guitar I mean, just like him <laughs> you know I mean, it takes it takes it to a whole new level dying doing what you love you know mm -hmm. but so like i i do have another friend too who who is kind of in a similar like uh i want to say like like yeah cre creation like where um one of my buds uh he was from the south and he joined a band and was doing a bunch of like uh lyric making and stuff and then they broke up and then he's still like he's still very into like a lot of like the deep lyrics that go into like metal and punk rock types of genre like are you big into right. writing your own music or is it more of just like guitar like oh no i do i do write my own music um, I never really record vocals as much though because I have a, I have an Audio Technica AT2020 USB mic. Mm -hmm. So if I had an XLR mic, I'd probably try. Oh, for with a USB like mic, better quality. Like, yeah, it's it's this fucking thing sucks. <laughs> I actually have like twenty different audio interfaces like open on my computer just to make it sound decent. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, you sound like basically you're in the room. That's what I've been pretty lucky with with most people. Like, that's right. that's the whole thing I feared, too, like when doing like, I mean, a uh, big trade secret here. All of the interviews and podcasts that I do are basically online and through Discord. What? Uh, you surprised me. You're not. Damn, bro. Yeah, Stoney's not one <laughs> two feet in front of me at a desk. I'm sorry. I broke the illusion. But. Yeah, like you sound fine. You're you're running the audio through like 20 filters or something. Yeah, so I have it running. So I have it running through Voice Meter. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows what Voice Meter is, but I have Voice Meter Banana, and it's uh, basically a mixer. And mm -hmm. then I have this mixer running through Carla, which is a, an actual interface. So right now I have a thing that um so when the, so that it, the audio doesn't peak as much and stuff like that, and it levels it out. And then I have another thing that's a noise gate and I leveled it out properly. And then I actually have it hooked up to guitar rig with oh, just shit. like a little bit of compensator, <laughs> like a little bit of compensation, oh, wow. uh, a little bit of, um, uh, you know, mids, a little bit of treble, you know, but yeah, it's a shit show. I hate fucking with this thing. <laughs> it's, it, it's working. I don't know. You, you got whatever you put together. It's working like pretty well. Um, related. Yeah to like the punk vibe that I get from just your display avatar like featuring your fursuit head like yeah. it's immediately not what I see typically like cute and fuzzy is basically the norm in the fandom 
But you have right. like this immediate death presence and stuff, like with the skull of your hyena Sona and stuff. That's the nicest thing anybody and, has ever said to me. <laughs> no, I'm. Thank you. I don't. It's cool. I I love all the different aspects of what people like enjoy about expressing themselves. So yeah, like it, it tunes in very well with like your personality and the mood that you kind of want to give out, and I, I can vibe with that. Like so, can I can I ask like what is the stony origin story? Oh boy, this is gonna get depressing real fast. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I mean, so um, okay. No, I'll go ahead and talk about. It. I don't give a shit. So um, yeah. So I remember when I joined the fandom back in '09. I of course was every other kid, you know, unoriginal. Mm -hmm. I was Sparkle Dog. His name is Starfire. Ying ying. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was it was all like that too, or you know, the gay fox or whatever the hell. Oh, wait, you know, it did was, you? It was. Did you just pick something run of the mill to begin with? Yeah, I picked something run-of-the-mill to begin with, and then I kind of remained dormant for a while because I didn't actually know what I wanted to do with the fandom. Uh -huh. And then I remembered that, like, shit, my life's pretty tragic. Let me put something, let me put that into a character. Oh. Take all that negative that was, you know, shrouded up through my life, and uh, I think I want to put it into... Like almost a negative, or not a sorry, the opposite of what my life was. So I took everything that was negative in my life, and that's just the skull, right? That's okay. that skull, and that's what that represents. And then everything else was fuzzy, and then you know, big ears. You know, it. I turned the negative into a much smaller thing, and then the positive, you know, is what i really tend to focus on even when i you know I'll, I'll i'll be in discord calls with friends and i'll put it on and i'll like fuck with my mic and i'll be like i'll bite <laughs> the pop filter off and shit like that and they laugh at it it's funny yeah but yeah it's it started out as a negative and then i just made it the opposite and turned it all into a positive and i'm wow. very happy with my character how he is now how did and, the yeah so i mean yeah kind of like you i did actually not end up being the sona i started out with too because uh I, yeah i was kind of plain jane but i was a little unique in the way that i didn't choose like a fox or or like a dog or anything i chose a snow leopard um and i was like oh yeah i'm kind of unique or whatever but then i go into a chat room later with like three thousand other snow leopards and i'm like oh well then um <laughs> felt a little That's less special but they're super still nice snaps are still very cute to me uh but then i eventually like as like my art career kind of went on for some reason i just got more and more into like yeah uh you know what i do like dogs and i'm not i'm very unashamed of that and i'm just gonna go with a dog sona like everyone else mm -hmm. but i i gave him little triangles on my cheeks to differentiate myself um but like right. what was the choice for you to go with like hyena was that a specific thing or was it like you know forthright of you to choose that so when i was in high school uh i was very loud i was the class count i was the i labeled myself as the class clown and a lot of teachers labeled me as the class clown but i was more of a oh. i was more of the class clown that nobody wanted <laughs> so i'd just be sitting in the like fourth grade i'd be sitting in the back of the class make like a fart noise and nobody would laugh at it and the teacher would just pick me up like hey don't do that I was like oh, okay sorry you know i thought it was funny <laughs> yeah i thought it was funny <laughs> you know but yeah so a hyena i just it was from a it, it was a recommendation from a friend because at the time in high school i had a dragon sona who i actually liked a lot mm -hmm. and then i kind of 
disassociated from it because I I wasn't really happy with it. And then a friend recommended to me, you should be a hyena. And I was like, why is that? And I shit you not. Uh, he looked he looked me dead in the eyes and said, "Because you're fucking crazy." And I was like, "I like that answer. I'm gonna write well, it down." <laughs> oh, I was actually expecting because you know the whole ha 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 like laughter kind of thing. Like, did that like no, have? No, that's yeah. It's because it's I'm ca- I'm like uh, comedically crazy is the term I use. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to reference like hyenas. Cause are you familiar mm. with like um the hyena agenda brand? They're pretty cool. Yeah, I actually I almost bought a shirt from them last year, but I I second guessed and was just like, nah. I like their I brand. Didn't though. sell the shirt anymore. It's pretty sick. I like some of their designs. But anyway, sorry, back. To- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that yeah, that's not. I like how people come to to understanding themselves and then like putting that into the character that they're sharing with other people. I mean, that's way different from what I did. I was just kind of like thinking about, oh, I like cute fluffy things. Like, okay, cool. I'll be a cute fluffy thing, but not really think about like, oh no, this is going to represent more of my like kind of brooding, like deep nature, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that's, it's super personal. And that's why sometimes like I, I learn a lot more just from like asking about people's Sona rather than you know, my plain Jane answer of being like, yeah, I, I like, I like, um, plush, plushes or something. Uh, right. so that's really, that's really touching actually. Um, mm-hmm. what are, like, what are some contrasts that you've realized, like being a furry compared to like your non-furry standard life? Oh, my standard life sucks. It's, oh, <laughs> no. it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my the the life that i have uh this is gonna sound so cliche but the life i have behind the mask is just so much better you know the life you've uh, had behind the mask is that yeah, a metaphor or do you mean literally now literally behind the he- the fursuit head oh okay it's it opens a whole new world it's almost like a camouflage really like i can i can not not only can i be myself but i can be a hundred percent better uh-huh i can be uh more energetic uh where when i have it off i'm just like yeah it's me i'm going That's... back to the gas station to work my nine to five you know oh well that is <laughs> pretty is interesting me? though like um i i do hear like a, a wide variety of like talking to other furs where it's like like yeah i have five different sonas and these are all different like characters based on my personalities or some people are just like kind of in the same camp as me where it's like, no, my, my son is basically me in and out of suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do like that like performance aspect like you were talking about where you when you do don the suit, it's like I'm here to kind of entertain or, you know, be a little bit more like energetic in that way. Right. It really is. Um, it really is like a camouflage and it works wonders, too. The only thing that sucks, though, is because. Uh, my character's appearance is a little bit more scary, so like definitely, I, yeah. I, it's I, I, went out, <laughs> I went out to a fair once and with it on, and <laughs> the, this mom wanted to take pictures with her kids uh-huh. next to me, and the kids were just—they did not fucking like it whatsoever. It's, the yeah, little ones are harder. Tail the ass out their ass yeah. out of there. They were because <laughs> you're big. Unfortunate. You're very like toothy, and you have fangs, and it's like very like. <laughs> Just like, Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess it is because it's not like immediately, maybe if they saw you from the back of just your like big floofy ears and stuff, 
then you turn around yeah, and then, and then freak... what would suck about yeah the turn around it's like a jump scare yeah <laughs> you know? i i've once seen oh um, <laughs> i've once seen um there was a fursuiter who also has that skull aesthetic but they also have this mm -hmm. like magnetic clip on i don't know if that's how yours yeah, works I know who you're talking about. yeah Oh, okay. Yes, I know who that yeah. person is. They're very cool. And the clip-on is, uh, just for folks out there who don't know, like, it's, a uh, like a faux face, and it just, like, it is, like, the regular, like, uh, cute and fluffy, but then they can, like, knock it off, and then, like, yeah, the jump scare ensues. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's amazing. So, kind of running on with that, like, how... Um, I know, like, for you as a musician, like, did... Did that kind of develop into the fandom or like how is that a meaningful like part of your experience in the fandom because i know you would you still be doing in other words like music as a quote-unquote normie or like what did that propagate because of furriness um yeah i think i think i would i would probably still be doing music even if i wasn't a furry uh because music was just something it was in my family so i just carried on that tradition you know and i enjoy doing it and it's fun and uh it's hopefully i want to get a job with it because it's it's something that i'm super familiar with and it's just you know mm -hmm. I can, i'm a good teacher so it's you know it's it comes easy but yeah i'm pretty sure i would probably still be a musician even if i wasn't in the fandom the fandom never actually was linked to my music background whatsoever because i was I was pretty, I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I was pretty musically gifted growing up, you know? No, no, no problem. And, like, yeah, if, if you... Yes. Yeah, it was just a, it was, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's actually kind of a really hard question. I, I don't know if I would, like, keep pursuing it or if I would, like, yeah. give it up at age, like, 20 and then just, like, I'm going to work my desk job for the rest of my life, you know? that's a very know. like close to home like statement yeah because mm -hmm. on one hand i think like yeah i'm i'm definitely like similar um because mm -hmm. pursuing that creative career and this is what i like to ask uh anybody who's also doing the same like even when i had the chance to interview blue before um shout outs to blue dragon uh god he's so fucking hot let's sorry i had to say that. <laughs> no. he is one sexy motherfucker let me tell you he is yeah <laughs> and he does the whole makeup thing too and like puts himself yeah. out there and that's very like inspiring do, do you have like similar aspirations or like do you have people that you look up to that are pursuing that sort of career and like how do you and like how do you navigate that because that's what i always want to kind of get into when i have a chance to talk to you or these other people because um, I don't, I don't think that it's always like in the light when people see other creative success and they don't see like the kind of grind that they're going through. So like, what, what has that journey been for you like so far? Well, sadly, I actually, I don't have any modern, um, like people that I look up to. I'm kind of a boomer when it comes to music. You're such I a like boomer. You're such stuff, a zoomer boomer. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the people that i looked up to are either six feet under or in their 70s and just don't mm -hmm. perform anymore actually uh, that's and, oh sorry go on sorry one of the like i said before one of the bigger influences i had was dimebag daryl because he was just such an amazing guitarist and you know people like not only him but you know people like eric clapton eddie van halen uh they were all great musicians and that also go that's and that's only touching guitar too. I play other instruments too. For drums, I mean, there were so many great drummers. Like Neil Peart was an amazing drummer. 
for vocals uh lane staley of allison chains was an amazing vocalist uh mm-hmm. chris cornell was an amazing vocalist um and even bass like um oh man i'm totally pulling the stereotype where nobody knows any bass players uh <laughs> um <laughs> uh the bassist from oh god what i you can't remember les claypool from primus is an amazing okay. bassist flea from the red hot chili peppers is an amazing bassist you know and yeah i get you the know. that's really interesting because like you say that you're referencing these people who are either dead or you know long gone and mm-hmm. like but the thing that inspires you it sounds like is just their work and how good it was anyway and that's like kind of their legend so yeah i i definitely feel some of that at least in like to draw some parallels in my art career where it's like there's norman Rock, uh, rockwell or like andrew loomis books and they're like people who were very very astute like people in their field and then they wrote books that i now read about like the very fundamentals of like what it is and how to get better as an artist uh right how i mean i don't know i don't know what it's like to connect as a musician actually like do you want to talk to other musicians or like form a band or like i don't know i'm trying to feel like for me as an artist that draws i i need to have some sort of hub to like draw with other people or something you know so with i i this is just my opinion on it when with art with drawing Mm -hmm. form of art as drawing as an art medium it's way more open you could be a person who draws you know cute little animals you know happy trees and everything or you could be the guy who draws you know hardcore porn whatever hell yeah and you can still connect on an individual level where with music if like a blues musician is never going to commit uh connect with like a metal musician mm-hmm. or like a rock musician is never going to connect with a jazz musician because their styles are so different i still would talk to like people who play different styles but to answer your question when i was younger i i wanted to be in a band but now thinking about it like man yeah. my music taste is just so out there and it doesn't really match up with anybody that I know who's local to me. <laughs> no, that's so, the hard thing too. Yeah, also finding yeah. people that's not only into the same thing as you, but like, like they they're I don't know what it is, but like they want to also pursue what you're pursuing and maybe learn from each other. And like, the chances of that being like within your proximity is really hard. It's, it's one of the hardest things about forming a band, especially when you live in if you lived in like New York City or like Chicago or like a big city, oh, yeah. it'd probably be easier because there's so much there's so more people. But when you live in like buttfuck middle of nowhere, it's, <laughs> it's, hard, yeah. to, it's hard to talk to other people. That's that's yeah. sometimes how I do feel, too. Like as this like creative, it's like I know there's other people around me, kind of like the same way that you search for furries when you first find out about the fandom. It's like they gotta be out there and it's like I just have to find you know the right platform in three quarters so I could step through that wall and like I guess that's what telegram and like a bunch of like Twitter has helped me with um, discovering some local furs but like not only finding the local furs but now finding like a niche group within that niche group to sort of like vibe with and then create cool stuff like yeah I've talked with like paradox too from Furcast and one of the things that he's mentioned too before was like geography was his biggest bar like it's the hardest thing to overcome because we have to come together to like help and like celebrate each other and like you know like create cool stuff and I guess oh I don't know if I should make this transition already but like going back to like covid and stuff cuz it seems like that's 
all that anybody can really talk about because that's all that's happening is like like it, it makes that geography issue that much more like uh what you call exacerbated like i don't know it's it's just crazy sorry for that weird weirdly long tangent but no, yeah. it's fine. I completely get what you're saying. Another th another thing I would also put on that is it's not only just geology that would probably be or not geography, geology, geography. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I said geology. Another thing besides mm -hmm. geography is also like our current economy too. Like, how does that? What, what you mean? Expensive. Yeah. You know how expensive plane tickets are. <laughs> you know how expensive it is just to like. Like, I'm from Michigan, and if, let's say, I wanted to go to Anthrocon, so I go, okay, I gotta go get a plane ticket to Pennsylvania. Or, yeah. You know, and then I gotta get a room, and then I gotta buy this, and then, oh, I need, like, $200 to spare to purchase things, like, yeah. art that I see, and stuff like that. A lot of it is, it's it's geography and money. That's, like, the two biggest issues. <laughs> the two biggest issues. And now, with COVID, that's now a third issue that's being labeled on to the already existing issues and it's it's a shithole right now but you know you it's just one of those things where i guess you just have to find a workaround that's why i like going on to vr chat and like talking to other people because it go it gets past that you know it gets past yeah. the geography it gets past like, the money and it gets past the covid you know because it's, it's even like yeah if you have a computer and if it's like just good enough to run even desktop vr and if you have a mic then boom you what do you have to worry about like just the electric bill i guess and internet yeah so yeah that's true vr is more important now than ever like we were talking about just before the show started um i i do see vr still developing and like connecting more people and i think i owe at least like a third of my friends now to like vr vr chat specifically uh and i don't know i think well just side side note i think eventually like i don't know if you've seen cooper tom's like uh, streams from his vr experiences but like he runs a pretty cool talk show just from uh vr chat <laughs> that's been pretty cool uh, yeah i actually um I don't know if it's his map, but he had a map uh, that was like an actual talk show too. Yes, I like, I don't know if it was his, but I did see that uh, Periscope live stream before. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, but I on like the first one that he ever did, I was there because I, I recently had him on my podcast. Mm -hmm. and, you know, me being a little asshole, I was fucking around. <laughs> I was I was plugging my YouTube channel in. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta get <laughs> I the was word out. around on it. Yeah. Yeah. I the, was having fun though. I, you know, I was making them laugh. We were having a fun time. A bunch of other people joined in. You know, with uh, with was, the whole, with the whole like, uh, we're talking about traveling and going to cons. Um, has I know that you, since you create music, you create uh, like you, you do interviews as well. You're putting out art essentially out there. What right. what is like your 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 side of consuming art actually? Like, are you a fan of comics? Are you a fan of like the independent like uh, commissions that you can get in the fandom or maybe outside relating to I don't know anime or anything like that? Like, what is your love interest with art if you have any? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, uh, I am uh, jaded because I am an artist, so I will press you against that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I've never actually have commissioned art in my entire life in this fandom whatsoever. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's insane. How could I've you? I've always I don't know. I just I'm poor, man. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> 
Yeah, but um, I guess mu music is just one of those things that I can use as a coping mechanism. The other things that I use as coping mechanisms weren't really art. They're more of just like hobbies, you know, like comp I love com working with computers, especially older computers. You know, I mm -hmm. love working with that. Um, I'm a big tobacco connoisseur. Uh, ask me about any form of tobacco and I can tell you if it's good or not. I can tell you what goes good with a certain brew, you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was just, man, I, I, yeah, I guess music is just the only other art form that I consume. I, it's one of those situations where I make it, but I also take it into, you know, I take in my own music sometimes. I'll go on my own SoundCloud and just be like, man, that was really good. I should do that again sometime, you know, or no, I'll go I, on YouTube and I'll... I totally get that part too, because like, uh, sometimes when I do an art piece or a painting or something like that, I'm like, damn, how did I do that? And then I have to like pick apart the file in Photoshop again and like look at like what I referenced and stuff. I'm like, I did that, damn. Um, and then, you know, I try to learn and stack stuff on, on top of that. But like to what you said about like consuming art and then also going and doing your own art that's like yeah 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 that like highlights a huge part of like being an artist and then still like trying to stay in the kind of flow of it because i feel like if i don't consume more art i definitely won't put out more art right that is a completely like accurate statement too if you if you don't if you don't take in it's like driving a car. If you don't put gas in your car, it's not going to fucking go. <laughs> you, need, yeah. you need to consume yeah. stuff in order to make stuff cuz you need that um you need that reference. There's no way you can become the next greatest musician or yeah. artist without having a reference, you know. Unless you I don't know, you're like Jesus or something. No, I yeah, I know, totally Jesus whipping out like Monet or Bob Ross paintings or something like that yeah i know i no it's so important I, i'm so glad like you said that because i don't think i've ever heard anybody else say that before and it sometimes goes against like the the mainstream of like thinking that uh i, I do that thing too that kind of uh dips into like the artist artistic like burnout when you only see like wow these amazing artists are putting out like like i don't know freaking masterpiece after masterpiece and you're you're like wow why can't i do that and stuff and then you realize like I'm sometimes consuming more than what I'm putting out there. And then that's the thing I try to balance. And it, it's very hard. It's a very personal kind of journey that you learn naturally, actually, if you still want to pursue yeah. that thing, you know? Right. It is, it is a very, uh, it's a very important aspect that you should have on life. And it, it's, and you should live, it yeah, goes live to, to its, live to the most. Yeah. And it goes to show like, it, I don't know you gotta be like open to creativity because when I feel like I'm only like even trying to work like a machine to put out commission after commission it's like I keep like putting more and more of myself out there and it's making me more and more thin but then I, I sometimes yeah. have to pedal back and then do you ever like you're like okay I just gotta chill out and then yeah I, I just have to like kind of re re what's it called like re not reassess but like Relax, reestablish, re yeah, like the, my roots or or something, you know, like why did I come to go and start this drawing journey or music creation in the first place? I do. In fact, I actually have uh, on my computer still to this day the first ever song like I ever actually wrote and recorded onto my computer. It sounds fucking hideous. Are you able to <laughs> share if I can ask? Like, like send it via Discord. 
Oh, I don't know. Can you play it on the show? I don't know. I don't know if that's a tall order. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Whatever you would be happy or comfortable with sharing. Uh. I could... No, even this. Um, no, it's so bad. It's so cringy. Trust me. I, <laughs> I, it's not even like, yeah, I'll play it, but I, I am a pl I'm telling you that it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> what if I play it at the end of the show? Or I could link something at the very least. Would, uh, would that be okay? Or is it? Is it? Or I understand too. If it's more of a, like a personal thing, like sometimes like artists also have like. You know, like little diaries or like personal sketchbooks that may not the world may not see though. Sheesh, it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm so flustered right now. <laughs> no, no problem then. Um, maybe I'll 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 hit you up after it. Maybe Ooh, I might thank be you. able to fuck with it a little bit because right now it's like there's so much. There is like no mids in the recording whatsoever. It's just bass and treble, mm -hmm. and it's more treble than bass. So it sounds like it's it sounds like if someone took like a like a like a default like Xbox 360 microphone and then stuck it in like a paint can, and then closed the paint can and then tried to sing <laughs> into I'm... the paint can. It's so horrible. Oh snap! Okay, I mean no. That's... And I tried to do I tried to do shit where I would like I'm gonna like do i'm gonna duet my own song and i'm just gonna and it's, i didn't Ooh. know how duetting actually worked so instead of doing it how it's supposed to work i just instead went up an octave so <laughs> my voice is like cracking constantly like <laughs> it, was, it was not good <laughs> is it is a duet like where where you're supposed to kind of like harmonize with yourself and then it creates that kind of more like big room type of feel yeah, that's normally how a duet works, but it's it was it's so fucking bad. I can actually send you um, <laughs> I, I I I can't send you that one, but I can send you a more recent one that I worked on. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Actually, yeah, a, anything to be honest. If you want to use it for the outro? That'd be sick. Like yeah, I would love to share that and like let everybody give that a listen. That'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, no problem. Yeah, I mean, well, besides like pursuing uh your music your musical career or more of the actually no i didn't ask you yet how has your like interviews been going H how has that whole situation been like in the weird 2020 that's been this year been like what what is uh stony's agenda or what, what is the stony venture uh, get someone to at least reply to my email oh <laughs> emails like are hard hardest thing yeah i think i spoke about it on I spoke about it with you on my podcast where I said like one of the hardest things about running a business is not having like a, a foot in the door and how yeah. like, it actually works. So, and because this fandom is so lenient, you know, it's very hard to actually send like a business email to someone who is just like a, like a vlogger, you know, like for instance, I sent an email to Majira Strawberry. I hope he actually sees this episode and he asked for references and one of the biggest things they teach you not to do in email etiquette is send links because that's like really? the easiest way you can get your email hacked and everything. Yeah, it's a big thing. That's like the first thing they teach you in email etiquette. Don't send a link. Ask oh, okay. To send it on like a different platform like Telegram or Twitter. So I, I, I told, I messaged him saying like, or in my first email I sent, I said, if you want references, uh, I need a Telegram. 
and he and he insisted on sending it via email and i've never gotten a respond back so i'm pretty sure he was just, he that just is, threw it off the window that is definitely no i understand completely that's you know? definitely really hard because i i i too don't really know how to gauge what the professional level is because i guess for yeah if for a person who is more of a creator in like the full-time sense i don't know if majira is or any of the other really like top like consistent creators but when you're running that kind of like tight schedule of always putting out stuff, putting out products, um, creating new video ideas, etc. Like, I guess maybe you have to be a bit more professional. I mean, like compared to yeah. my strategy, it's just like, yo, what's your DM? Um, here's a YouTube link to my uh, podcast channel or whatever. And then they're like, oh, OK, I'll give it a listen. And then if they don't like it or not, then they just tell me. But so far, I've been pretty fortunate. Uh yeah i don't know do you i guess do you really need clout or i don't know i i like to think that it's more personal you uh, know listen here i <laughs> what's up <laughs> I as much clout as i need <laughs> uh no not necessarily i was just raised like which is funny because i i don't act like that in real life but when i'm doing things that involve like putting a lot of effort in uh-huh and it involves getting in contact with other people i was always just taught to be very formal you know it's a little more and serious yeah business aspect yeah where yeah i wish i wish it was just as easy for me to just say yo what's your dm like at someone on twitter hey what's your dm i'd like to ask you if you'd like to be on a podcast i have a couple references or no if but, not know, i always yeah. just I just always grew up sending emails. Uh, that's it goes back to that I'm a boomer mentality. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> you know. Just as a little bit of like, so you don't stress yourself out. I'm willing to say at least if you can get a DM to somebody with even without like asking them first, like just saying like, hey, what's up? Uh, here's this thing I do. Would you like to be a part of it? Just as my rec personal recommendation, you don't have to listen to it or not. Like at yeah. least getting them to acknowledge your dm or to get a high or like a quick oh, like course, yeah yeah a quick like Just oh i like your work it. yes you know like get mm -hmm. the kind of thought out there i think that's what's most important actually i was actually really fortunate that cooper tom even read my dm because we met in a vr chat game and he seemed really cool and i didn't know who he was at the time that's and I yeah had to do I had like to do like two seconds of research and I found out, oh yeah, he's the cat in that cursed birthday picture. So I DM'd him on Twitter. I said, hey, listen, it was a fun playing VR chat with you. I was actually wondering though, I have a podcast that I run. I would love to have you on. And he was down for it. He really was, he, he seemed like he really wanted to do it. And I was just super like thankful for that. That's, yeah, like, that's the, the thing. Like, most heartwarming thing ever is just, even just acknowledge it. Even if they don't do it, like, I have I'm still waiting for a, a, a I messaged um actually Sherbert shenanigans and asked if he wanted to be on the podcast mm -hmm. and he said he would he said he would like to and, and he asked for some references and he asked what the podcast was and I said well it's free form there's not really a set thing of topics it's not really an interview it's more of like I have you on as a guest and we can communicate yeah and you know? I, I like and that very really down for it yeah I love that very casual nature like I, it's so weird too because since I consider this fandom like a, a bit of a outlet to just be who you are it's like well why do I want to put on a business suit to sort of just you know interact I just want to say hey rar x3 you know like yeah <laughs> can, can I boop you for something like yeah and more often than not yeah you'll find that creators just want to create something and it's like oh I got some downtime uh especially with covid sure <laughs> let's make something mm -hmm. So that's been pretty sick. And I think, uh, yeah, you know what? Speaking to that whole thing about like being busy 
and like making stuff i have a personal vent right now uh i'm sorry that you have to Lay listen to it me. but yeah okay. okay so even with uh like having all the time you need to like uh, do your creative endeavors i could always take on more commissions why am i not putting out more comics for my patrons and stuff like that i put my patreon on hold because i felt like i just need some time to myself to think and then organize what things that i have to do like sometimes it's not really the burnout that got me it felt like i just kind of had to not do something for a while so it, it's kind of hard for me to parse into words but like like right now when like nothing's happening kind of going back to like when you know like we mentioned like you you gotta consume art to make art i felt right. like i wasn't really consuming a whole lot of art and i was just focusing on like i what do i do with all my free time now like oh it's been so difficult for me and actually starting back that's, up this interview it's been really helpful that's why it's always good to have more than just one hobby or one more than one art medium mm -hmm. so you know, for sure i am not just you know music you know i like working with computers uh i fuck i'll fucking stare at myself in the mirror and make funny voices and then laugh at myself because i'm a fucking weirdo <laughs> you know aren't we all <laughs> i mean i don't think it's you know? i don't think that's legal to be in the fandom if you're not to be totally honest yeah you know but i yeah you know you have to find uh other things that don't really that you don't need to consume a reference for you don't need that reference you have to find things where you can just kind of do it mm -hmm. you know mm-hmm and that's a big that's welcome that's stony's life lessons no that's really important to hear because i don't think i've ever really been directly told that because like do things that you're not like because yeah my brain has been so warped sometimes about like i gotta meet this commission date i gotta generate some revenue like i'm not thinking about the art anymore and that's been like a real problem uh right like yeah so just to do something just for the sake of doing something sometimes like i get kind of neurotic about so yeah i think i have to meditate on that a little bit longer <laughs> yeah actually my my buddy who's in the national guard uh his drill sergeant <laughs> told him this when shit hits the fan embrace the suck <laughs> you know just embrace the suck the <laughs> oh, God. yeah just just fucking that's you know, true elbows forward bro you know just get it done with once it's done with you have the all the time in the world to think about other stuff you know yeah that's true I, I have to learn to embrace the the suck yeah yeah <laughs> maybe not that maybe not as harsh as that but in the military i would assume it's more harsh than that but that's what my buddy told me is his drill sergeant told him to embrace the suck and just fucking trail forward s-u-c-c -C. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, no thanks for that i honestly kind of needed to hear that thank you stony no problem um, That'll be $20. No, shit. Oh, <laughs> little did you know I'm also poor. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess just kind of, I need to just kind of like chill out or I guess like kind of recoup or something. Because do you ever have those moments where it's like you get these highs of like being super productive and you're just like in the flow kind of state? And then yeah, that dopamine rush where you're yeah. just like, there's nothing that could go wrong. And then... That's, what sucks about yeah. those states is that there's always the one part where it's like you have that dopamine rush. You're like, I'm going to get shit done. I'm doing so good. Yep. And then just yep. one like minor inconvenience. Like, I don't know, you dropped a paperclip on the ground and it's the end of the fucking world. Some, <laughs> you know? Sometimes yeah. it's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah it's a struggle i mean i always try to push myself uh when it comes to youtube and the podcast and music i always push myself but you know it's funny i end up pushing things that i care about more than things that i actually need to do so i actually remember the first job i ever had it took me like two years just to get it because i was just so i was more focused on like youtube Mm -hmm. and music and all of this other stuff that i didn't even bother like oh yeah i have to fill out an application yeah oh yeah i'm gonna go drink a a bottle of whiskey and make a new Um, song and then forget about it i hate to interrupt but speaking of drinking can i I gotta go pee like oh my gosh i gotta go pee (laughs) the the g fuel has gotten to me i'll I'll be back in like a minute i swear okay okay to entertain your audience well you can still talk about whatever or maybe i'll cut the dead air if you don't want to but i'll be back in one minute okay Hey, it's your boy, Tony Hyena. Listen here, if you're watching this podcast, let me tell you something, all right? You should subscribe to this man. He works so hard, and you know he makes art. Commission him. Even if his commissions are close, you send him a message. Hey, I will give you this amount of money to draw me something. I will send money to your Patreon. Fucking... You know, subscribe to this man, support him. He's a hard-working, hard-working boy. And I feel like, you know, I should say, like, do it. You know, hard work. That's what matters the most. You know, send him some love. Send him some comments. Send, send, subscribe to him. Subscribe to his Patreon. Ask for commissions. Literally anything, bro. He's uh, He works really hard. And that's the, <laughs> that's the end of my PSA. Subscribe to... I forgot what the channel is. Shika Kubo? I want to say. <laughs> I'm very tired. If you couldn't tell. Hopefully he, uh... He comes back soon. So I, uh... I recently started, uh... Watching this TV show called Designated Survivor. It's pretty good. I'm so sorry about that. I am back, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I legit was like, I think I drank one whole hydro flask and then I drank the G Fuel and I was like, oh my God, my, I don't have a gamer bladder. I can't gamer this out. (laughs) Just get a sock. The, the sock doesn't work. The sock is porous. Just no, you gotta solidify that shit. Oh yeah, I gotta get a cum sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Covered in flex seal, you know, just like <laughs> for that massive damn. Oh god. <laughs> Pro gamer tip: get a cum sock. Get a. <laughs> then piss into it. That's, uh, that's all you. That's how you game for yeah. longer, gamers. Instead of getting like tap water, go to like your gro- like your grocery stores and get like those like two gallon like things of spring waters and just piss in those, bro. Don't like gaming, um. Nothing can come in between you and the game, okay? <laughs> that's a promo. Yeah, you should make a gamer bladder, like a gamer bladder bag. You know, for those long sessions. 
I think that's yeah. what like truck drivers have actually. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. A gamer catheter. Is that what it's called? Just, yeah. I'm pretty sure. You get an IV for nutrients so you don't yeah. ever have to leave the VR world. Yeah. It's you gonna... go to stand up, you stand up a little too fast because you're just relying off of like watered nutrients so you have no iron so now you have like an iron defense <laughs> God. And then, stand up too fast bravo six going dark you know yeah you get lightheaded and woozy mm -hmm. okay. yeah that reminds me of like sword art online i don't know if you've ever heard of that anime yeah i've heard of it i've yeah. never watched it but I have, i've heard of it it's basically that future where it's kind of like like the apocalyptic where everyone's just in a video game it's pretty crazy right i guess like the matrix actually yeah Mm -hmm. But it's like with you ever, uh, um, what's up? There's this uh, there's this uh, manga that I'm currently reading right now. It's super good. I've already finished the anime, but I want to read the manga. Oh, what is that? I it's uh, called the Ancient Magus Bride. And Ooh. it's so good. I fucking love it. It's not like it's not like your Naruto or like Bleach or like your really action anime. It's more of like like a story developed kind of anime you kind of have to pay attention to all the characters but it's so good i love it is it a really long format kind of manga like a one piece or something like or has it just like been kind of recent i, I think it is actually pretty recent i think it came out in 2017 and i kind of got into it kind of late but it's it's really good there's this really cool uh very cute character that i love to death and i I wish we were married because he's just, he's literally the sexiest man alive. <laughs> what is, well, give me the rundown. What's the whole story? Okay. So the story is, uh, this is, it's a world of magic and everything. And there's a character named Chise and Chise mm -hmm. is in this universe. Her, she is what's called a sleigh beggy. And it's a person who can see magic like naturally. Right. Okay. Like the and, wizarding world or something. Yeah, they can like see magic naturally and they can see like creatures and ghouls and goblins and everything. And she gets put into like, I don't want to say slavery, but that's basically what it is. She gets put up for an auction and this man named Elias Ainsworth buys her uh -huh. and he teaches her the world of being a magus, learning magic. So and that's she, basically the entire premise. It's so she, very fun. She has like this innate ability, but she doesn't have it quite figured out. So she gets this mentor or master, I guess you call him. Yeah. Well, if you want to get into the lore, it's tech. It will tech. It's supposedly it's going to be her husband. Oh, uh, spoilers. The agent mage's bride. Yeah. Hmm. Is that like yeah, a, sorry, considered spoilers. a mahol mahol shoujo kind of thing? I'm not too familiar with the manga space. Um. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> isn't, it, isn't that what it is in Japanese? Maho, maho something is like uh, magic? I don't know Japanese. I think so. I don't know. My weeb level's too low. I don't know. <laughs> but, I, only, I only know like two things of katakana and hiragana. I don't know any kanji yet. <laughs> yeah, sounds like me. I studied Japanese for six and a half years. I guess I should know. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I speaking of manga, I just know that in yeah. their alphabet they don't have L's. Uh, it's R's. Like the, yes, correct. Yeah. So the 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 phrase "la li lule lo" is just gibberish. Da so if you've ever played Metal Gear Solid and you're wondering why they say "la li lule lo" is because Japanese don't have an L in their alphabet. Nope. You gotta roll the R's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been reading, um, actually, yeah, kind of recently, I got into this one manga too. This is just a little manga book corner here. Um, No Guns Life. Have you ever heard of that? It sounds oddly familiar. Imagine a dude who's like jacked, but his face is a giant gun. All right, sounds hot. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no, but yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of also like uh, a utopia, uh, not utopia, uh, dystopic. And you have this right. world where after like this big war of modified humans, um, they're like cybernetically enhanced and stuff. And then like there are these soldiers from that war that are kind of obsolete. But you have this one rogue dude and he's the gun face guy or whatever. And uh, it's it's pretty sick. He also has like a like for a ponytail. It's a it's the handle of the gun, and you can like pull it, and he shoots a bullet from his face. Um, but he's like this detective, and he's called the he solves mysteries or not mysteries, but like he helps people out, you know, kind of like in a noir style. And he's a uh, since he's a detective, they call him the Resolver. <laughs> so. That kind of gives you like a little uh, hint to like what it's kind of. Oh yeah, it's, like revolver. it's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah. I like it though, but it's got some action. It's got some like uh kind of I would say bland like overarching themes of like, yeah, the government's bad and stuff, and uh they're being very controlling, and they got like an experiment, and they want you to like hide the secret of the experiment and then you have the detective trying to tell the truth and stuff and figure out what's going on it's it's, it's pretty run-of-the-mill but i would totally recommend no gun life so far i only have uh chapter one but it's pretty good oh. yeah it sounds nice yeah i don't get to talk manga with that much people but yeah, I would recommend No Guns Life. And what was the one that you were talking about? The uh, the Ancient Mages Bride. It's really good. I can. I'll, I'll send you a picture of the character who I think is really hot and sexy, and he's just a mate. He's just a really. He's a honk. Let me tell you. Oh, I'll check it out. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. I need to go work out soon. Um, what? Well, I mean, just to kind of wrap this up, like, well. What are you looking forward to, at least, if not at the end of this year, Stony? What's to come for 2021 for you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to a vaccine or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's probably, I probably should have. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Definitely a COVID vaccine. Um, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe new music. Right on. Maybe, hopefully, a VR headset, and I'll I'd fuck around in VR, VR chat. You know. Oh uh, yeah, we can hang out. Around. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly like just hanging out with friends. I need my, I need my social life back. Mm -hmm. And maybe going to a con or two. That'd be really nice. Um. Because as far as I know, conventions aren't happening to at least like 2022. So, let's right. get that vaccine as soon as possible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm kind of all set and I'm ready to work out. Uh, unless you wanted to mention anything last minute. Uh, yeah. Hey, you should go, you should go subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Hell yeah. Give all the plugs. I will link all of Stony Hyena's information in the description below and uh, yeah, check out his content guys. Um, I hope, I hope you've learned a little bit more about me and stony hyena and uh yeah what else would you like to plug 
uh my twitter at uh, stony hyena uh i post stupid shit there uh, i have an instagram too i'm pretty sure it's also at stony hyena i can send you the links and it'll probably be in the description go check out stony hyena i don't even use instagram i should use instagram uh yeah i mean that's about it i i hope you guys have a lovely evening or morning or night whenever you're listening to this and oh you know what i just realized i never i, I started a new recording i never synced the audio hold up okay now you can continue okay cool <laughs> so you can sync it to the end yeah <laughs> thank you stody um hopefully i won't mess up this recording but i'll definitely let you know if i do <laughs> gosh Okay. Um, but thank you <laughs> no thank you for like the wisdom and like the kind words because I think that I, I think a lot of people including me have needed that um, to get back no into problem. the saddle if anybody wants any wisdom if you want any more wisdom just DM me bro. I got, I'm a fucking wizard dude. if you need some whiskey wisdom from Stony Hyena yeah. check out the links in the description below and thank you for listening to Tree Bark <laughs> thanks Tony Thank you.